Good evening. Welcome to the 12th Man podcast. Uh, another week of, uh, I suppose, high drama this week with the Borough. Um, you've got me, Steve Jackson, I'm in the uh, main chair. So, uh, John Donovan with me. Evening, JD. No, then, are you okay? We're doing good. We're doing good. Uh, we've got John Cutler. Evening. Evening, ge- evening gentlemen. Evening, my mate. And um, we've got, formerly known as Jack Grealish, we've got Jimmy Dalgano. Evening, mate. Hello, then. Hello, then, boys. How are you? Hi, sound. Are we all doing okay? Yep, absolutely fine and dandy. Thank you very much. Yep. Good. Good. Get that get that shout out of the way. I've um, got plenty to talk about. Um, right, so we're going to start with um, last Wednesday's game. Big, huge game in the capital. Um, I want to say many thanks again to uh, to Matty from the support of South for uh, popping on and having a chat with us last week. It was, uh, it was a good chat, Matty. He, um, he knew his stuff and um, it was a I would say a successful trip to the capital, JD. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, um, it was always going to be difficult. Um, I, uh, I, I think, I think I said um, on last week's podcast. You know that I, I would have been happy to come away with a point because obviously um, away to one of our close rivals who who were, who were playing quite well. Um, what you don't want to do is lose ground on them. Um, so yeah, I, I thought uh, I thought coming away with a point would have been um, would have been a success, but as it turned out, um, we played fantastically well. We had superb support. We played really, really well, and just like um, you guys on the on the podcast last week predicted, there was goals in the game. There was. I say it was a it was a it was a lively game. It was a. It was a good advert for championship football. It was competitive. It was lively. It was um, it was a, it was a tight tight run affair. Uh, had your mixes of your you know your, your good goals, your good finishes, good bit of football, which the Borough um, happily advertised for the second goal, um, which uh, Uncle Albert kindly obliged and put in the net for us. But I want to ask you about the away end when beginning of the second half starts, and we all know what happened. What was the away end like? Was it, oh, for God's sake, or was it, you know, like it's been for weeks gone by? Is it, you know, does it don't matter? Let's get behind them again. Let's try again. Well, I could be, uh, I could tell a pack of lies and say uh, that I was in the stand and I can tell you exactly how it was, but I was finishing up my pint in the concourse. Um, <laughs> and, and I heard them cheer. And then the, the stadium announcer, so we knew we knew what had happened, uh, and then the buzz around because there was still a couple of hundred in the in the in the narrow concourse down there. Um, was it was coming back saying our alumni's gifted them a goal. Uh, it was only when I saw it um, on the way home uh, on on people's phones um, that I realised what a bad mistake it was. Um, but do you know what? Uh, yes, it it was disappointing. Um, you know, because it made us getting the win in that game a lot harder. But our heads n- never went down. Uh, we were, we were, we worked hard, and and I thought that second half we absolutely <laughs> dominated them. And um, the equaliser um, was was just reward for our dominance. And and I thought um, I was disappointed coming home that we only got a point at the end of it. But these things happen. Um, it, it, it was a great game. Uh, nice, um, great trip. Uh, nice, nice few beers in the pubs beforehand, and, and um, 
really good game to watch. It was. Uh, they say, uh, I say I watched the game. It was a really, really good game of football. It was, uh, like I said previously, it was everything you know the championship is, and uh, you know that's why we absolutely love it. But yeah, the mistake wasn't the greatest. But like you said, you know, we took point before, but after the game, we were all a bit disappointed. But um, I mean, just talk to me about that second goal because I say, as I said, Borough highlighted it as wild the ball. But when when you sit back and really take it in, that was an unbelievable team goal, wasn't it? It, it was. It was patient. Um, we we out was it sixty odd passes. Um, I think there was only two or three players in the team who, who, who didn't touch the ball in, in the move. Um, it, it, yeah, it was patient. It, it was. It, it, we looked for openings when they didn't come. We went back. We we, we prodded. We probed, and then eventually, you know, an outrageous bit of skill from Isaiah Jones um, fed. Put him into the box and he fed the ball right across the goal line. Uh, sorry, the six-yard box, sorry. Um, and if Albert hadn't got a touch, I think it was Taylor behind him would have, would have just tapped it in. Um, so it deserved a goal for, for, for our patience and 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 um and and the, the way the, the way Wilder's got us believing, you know, that um, we, we don't have to just launch the ball in the box. We will eventually get that opening. Uh, and and you know with the way he's playing at the moment, Isaiah Jones is is creating so much for us. And it was only a matter of time, you know, before um before he put one on the plate, like like he's done for the last half a dozen games that I can remember, you know. Well, that's it because every every team knows what Isaiah Jones brings and what he can do, but no team can stop him at the moment, and it's very difficult to stop a player like that. Would you would you would you put him down as your man of the match for Wednesday? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the a whole team effort really of it, but um, but Isaiah Jones obviously for for that for. His contribution and also that outrageous piece of skill, um, but Housen, uh, Crooks, Fry again, you know that the, the usual suspects are having really, really sort of a, a good run of form at the moment. Um, you know, it was it was unfortunate that we got an injury to uh, Martin Piero uh, at the end, which might sideline him for a while. But um, but at the final whistle. Wilder come on the pitch, got all the team in a huddle. It just epitomised the spirit at the moment uh, within the camp. And um, then they came over to to applaud the fans and for the, for the fans to show their appreciation also. Great night. It's just a shame we didn't get three, but, um, you know, it was, a, it was a great performance. It was, because I say we... Um, there was a couple of us that said 3-2 um, last week. There was a couple of 3-2 predictions, so that was not the it came true, but... Um, no, it's a successful point, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, so, Saturday. Obviously, we were going to start with Saturday, but the big news came Friday. Obviously, you know, he doesn't have a case. He hasn't got a leg to stand on. All of a sudden, we've got a big settlement. You know, what, what does that tell you? I mean, it, it's good. one, it's good that we've got it sorted, and we can forget about the whole thing. But... It surely shows now that Derby and Mel Morris are as guilty as can be. Well, Kippo was vindicated, wasn't he? Um, 
yeah, like you say, all these all these Derby uh, clowns coming on social media, telling us that um, you know there was no case to answer. Gibbo's only doing it to try and um, to try and liquidate their club. Well, if anybody was 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 seeking to do that, it, it was Mel Morris. He, he's had this um, hanging over him now for what was it twenty nineteen when the when when the case was uh, first um, first brought. So he's had plenty of time uh, to sort it out, but he's he's allowed uh, it to drag on, possibly in the hope that Gibson relents. But he obviously doesn't know uh, or isn't aware of the tenacity of Steve Gibson. And um, yeah, a settlement was made. Um, obviously, we don't know the, the terms of that settlement, but both parties uh, are happy. Gibson very happy with them with the settlement. So yeah move on and hopefully now Derby can sort their own business out and, and get a new buyer. Reaffirms, doesn't it, lads? What we, we say every week. Uh, doesn't matter about them up the road having multi-billionaire owners. I wouldn't swap Steve Gibson for any chairman in the world. He might not, might not be the richest, but he always puts this club's interests first and foremost. It was never about Derby County. It was about Middlesbrough Football Club. And as the chairman of our club, I wouldn't want anyone else, wouldn't it? He's, he's absolutely fantastic. I can't praise him enough. I think it was, it, for me, it was, it was a case where it didn't leave a very good taste in the mouth when you look at everything that was going on. But at the same time, he was right in what he was doing and he believed in, he had a case and he believed that we, you know, the, 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 they cheated. Um, they cheated the rules by, by you know, they, they trounced us on a, on a transfer for Martin Wagon, let's be honest, like he's not the greatest player, though, but he might have been the difference between us, between us, you know, pushing for promotion. But then to then to try and hide it by by, by cheating in the way they have, you know, uh, changing the way that they that the accounts are done, selling the stadium to himself, uh, Mel Morris, it just stunk. And do you know what? Fair play to Gibson. It's like a dog with a bone with it. He wasn't backing down. Mel Morris actually tried to front it up earlier on in the week. I'll see you're in court. Take me to court, not, 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 not the club. And then a couple of days later, he's paid up. So well the thing is if 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 um if this if this stops another club overstretching themselves and um and and putting and putting that that football club and its fans and the community uh in as much dire peril as um, as Derby County are in. Uh, if this is a wake up call um, for other clubs, then 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 well done, Gibbo. Uh, you know, there's other clubs. You know, shall we say, uh, walked on the on the on the tightrope of of financial fair play rules, but. They managed to get themselves promoted, and uh, and as a result, uh, got the riches of the Premier League, and um, and then you know that they had the money to to allow um, financial fair play not to not, not to burden them. Um, but like I said, Gib Gibbo, Gibbo wanted to make uh, make a point of this, uh, and I. He's done it for a number of reasons, and I hope one of them is is so that other clubs don't put other owners, sorry, don't put their clubs and their communities in jeopardy. 
I think as well, I think, you, you know, I was really, when you touch on the clowns on social media and all the, um, you know, the Derby fans, the way they've reacted towards Gibson, you know, we've all seen the inflatables, the stickers, the, 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 the song that we're singing about him. I was quite proud of our fan base, actually, because, you know, if, if you were here, how, you know, how passionate they were about, about Gibson at the beginning, you know, throughout, throughout the game, singing his name, you know, people turned up to defend him, you know, first and foremost, and, and, and back our chairman. And you're right, John, what you said earlier, you know, you can, you can, you can have the, the people, you know, the people from the Middle East coming over and splashing the cash. You know, Gibbo's, Gibbo's given us one hell of a ride. You know, he's been the only chairman that I've known in my lifetime. You know, I've had the highs of your Janinos, your Avenellis, the laws of relegation, cup finals, you know, um, you wait, you know, with the, the cup win, you wait for cup. All right, relegation, but do you know what? Every manager, I'd say every manager, you know, when we go in for a manager, if, if that, when the time comes, we always get the best of out, what's available. You know, rightly or wrongly, if you don't like Tony Pulis, you don't like him, but he was the best name about at the time um, to steady the ship and, and, and try and take us forward. Everyone wanted Monkey, went and got him. He splashed £50 million in that, that transfer window. He's, you know, look, he's backed, he's backed Wilder in there. You know, it's been helped by the money that Derby have paid for our loan signings, like, but, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he backs him. And, you know, it'll be, it'll be a sad day when, you know, when he's no longer the chairman here, but let's just enjoy the ride while he's still here. Exactly. Yeah. Spot on. I couldn't say it better myself. Um, yeah, it was vindicated. It was, yeah. And it was, it was, it was a good, I suppose, it, it was done to try and simmer down what was, what could have happened on Saturday. It, it didn't work, obviously, because, you know, it still was, uh, it wasn't the most sensible of days for the fans, but two o'clock comes, I'll get into the game now because um, we can rant about Derby and the, you know their cheating ways all all night for one. But I'd rather talk about the game. Two o'clock, we made two changes. Uh, we took Sporar out. We took uh, Watmore out, and we brought in Balligan and Connolly. Um, obviously, um, it's, it's it's a partnership I've asked for on Wednesday. Got it on Saturday. anybody, anybody have any complaints with the, the starting lineup when it came out at two o'clock? I raised an eyebrow, to be honest. I, I raised an eyebrow. You know, I, I, I'd have liked what more to start. Um, I wasn't, I'll be honest with you. I'm not battered him in, uh, for, for his early performances, but I've, I've never been, I wasn't overly convinced before Saturday mm. about Connolly. Um, but do you know what? Fair play to the lad. Best game he's had. Well, there was a lot of people like that, uh, Dally, you know, the fact that... Um, uh, some people want instant results, but you've got to remember this guy hadn't uh, he hadn't featured for Brighton in a while. First team, uh, meaningful football was in short supply over the last few months. Um, but a brave call, massive massive call by uh, by Wilder, uh, and uh, and do you know what it paid off? Um, I, I thought both. Balligan and um, Connolly worked the socks off and both of them making a positive contribution will only help with the confidence. And what's it say about our squad, you know, when we've got uh, Sporar and, and, and Watmore, um, 
bench because uh, you know because we can. Um, we, we've got a, a riches now in, in various departments in, in our squad, and um, and it's a long tough season. And obviously we've got an extra cup game, and hopefully more if we beat Spurs. So we've got to utilise that squad. Um, and again, uh, the, the outcome of Saturday's result made Wilder's choices um, absolutely spot on. I'm like you. I was a, <clears throat> a little bit surprised at the, the, the what Moore and Spora were dropped. But I mean, you, we've got we've got the, the decent players these two, and you can see by watching them. That, all right, he's, he's maybe fell in a bit, little bit lucky that Watmore was already here, but he likes forwards who will work the socks off. And although Connolly hadn't produced the goals and maybe the performances that he wanted straight away, his work rate couldn't be questioned because he's worked hard in, in, in every game he's played. So, you know, you've, you've got three out of the four that work the socks off and uh, you've got you've got Spore who makes some good runs in behind the defenders and he's quite clever, you know, so it worked out well in the end. Yeah. It's really good that Connolly's recognised that he's made a slow start as well. Because I, I was reading today that he's, um, you know, he said he's had a few chats with um, with Wilder, and he's he, he's happily admitted it. You know, he's he's messaged Wilder. He said, "Yeah, I've had a slow start. I fully admit that, and I'm not hiding away from it. But I'm working hard to, you know, overcome that and make the steps to make make myself a better player and and contribute a bit more." And I felt Saturday was a great start. I mean, if we talk about the first goal, I know it was an own goal. But if it misses, I think it was Lee Buchanan who put the ball in his own net. Who's behind him? It's, it's Aaron Connolly. He's in there behind him, ready to pounce in the six-yard box. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's putting himself into that uh, situation. And his goal, um, you know, it, it was on target. It takes a reflection and goes away from the keeper. It's his goal. It's still his goal. And, uh, and that will have given him a, a, a hell of a boost. And we could we could see second half, the pair of them together were invigorated second half. Now, it was probably because you know the scoreline we were three one up, and there was a bit of relaxation in our play, but um, but the whole team improved in the second half, including the two frontmen. You know, it was, it, I was impressed with his strength. Uh, for, for someone who isn't isn't the biggest player in the world, you know, his strength, his older play. Um, you know his vision. I, I was really, really impressed with him, um, and I just hope he continues in that in that form. You know, going forward, um, Balogun. You know, grafted hell of a hell of an assist, obviously for the Watmore goal. Um, but do you know, I think I think that result's been coming for a while. Um, that Derby are, are, are a strange team. I've watched them a couple of times this this season. I watched them against Birmingham. And you go into the last 10 minutes against them and I think I'd said to, I mean, before half-time, obviously we had that, that mad five minutes where the, the three goals went in. But I was talking to the lad next to me and I said to him, like, 1-0 in the second half isn't good enough against these. You need to put them to bed because, the, you know, they're on a bit of a, they've got the points deduction, the world's against them, but they have got that momentum. You know, there's, there's, there's three teams that are absolutely, how would I put this politely, um, horse no I can't use the word horse they just have absolutely dived haven't they you know Barnsley I mean right, Barnsley won the weekend but you've got Barnsley Peterborough and Reading who are absolutely horrific and they're the reason that Derby are going to get out of it 
and and with Derby's form, but the belief that they've got and in, in that mad five minutes before half time, you know, to put them really to to go in half time three one up with them going down with the heads down, you know, with the atmosphere as it was. I think we, you know, we had to do that then. Um, but then what more coming on? 31 seconds on the pitch, first touch on the ball, you know, ticks that box and, and you know, we, we deserve the wallop of the team. It's been coming for weeks. Yeah, and you mentioned it there, I mean, the atmosphere, um, you know, from, from the kickoff, obviously there, there was that edge to the game because of what's gone on previously. And um, they'd brought a, a decent following and there was like, you know, attendance of twenty six and a half thousand. You know, it was a real good atmosphere, um, and to to see the team come off at half time. You know, to all the stands singing and and, and applauding them, and the same at full time. It, it's absolutely brilliant. I, I I love it. Um, I'm really really enjoying going to the matches now, um, which I haven't done for quite a while. You know, you say that and, and it's something I've said this week myself. Um, you know, going to the game, as much as I love the Borough, it was a little bit of a chore at times. Um, over the last few years, it was good crack with the lads, good, you know, I'll always enjoy trying, I'll always go enjoy, I'll enjoy going to the game, but the football I wasn't really enjoying. Where now, you know, waking up and, God, absolutely, you know, got a little buzz. Um, you know, got my kids, you know, the kids are waking up singing football songs and, um, you know, there is that buzz about going again. And You're right. I mean, it's it's Tuesday night now and um, I can't wait for Saturday. I can't, I can't yeah. wait to travel to Bristol and, um, and and have another good day. And like you said, you're right. It, 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 previously, the game's been secondary to, to, to the social event before and after the game, you know, with your mates. The game's been um, 90 minutes in, in the middle of that. But now it, it, it's it's what you're looking forward to most. And and the fact that you're with your mates before and after just makes it a cracking day. I think it's, you know, I'll always be grateful for, for what Warnock did in keeping us up. And obviously he managed us through COVID, that difficult time. And I think, he, you know, he genuinely took us as far as he could. I, I wasn't confident. I think when we got to about September time, I was confident he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to take us up. We would be mid-table, maybe a late push for for the playoffs. But there was no... I just didn't get it with him sometimes, some of the team selections. And when he said he couldn't do any more with this team, and I saw something I've got here, um, something that was put on social media, and it says, 80 days ago, Middlesbrough were 15th in the Championship. Over the last three months, they've taken 26 points from a possible 33. Travelled to Old Trafford, knocked Man United out the FA Cup. And moved into the playoff places. Well, that, that points tally, that points tally is ridiculous. It really is. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. But seven points dropped. Crazy, you know. And when, uh, and, when, and when you look at the league now as well, if you look at the championship, I was looking at it before. Before, obviously, we've come on tonight. If we so you look at Blackburn, they're on have played thirty two games on fifty four points, and we've played thirty games and we're on forty nine points. So. You know, we win our games in hand, and you know you start. You're really starting to put the pressure on Bournemouth. But if you were to tell me that we would be in this position under Warnock in October, I think I'd have 
I'd have told you to stop sniffing something. <laughs> I mean, you can look. You can look at that. Twenty-six out of thirty-three under under Wilder. What was the two home games we got mugged? Didn't we by Preston? And who was the other game we played? Two games in a week, and we drew one and lost one. Where Mill- we played actually Millwall, where we'd actually played pretty well and could have won both of them games. So, as good as our point tally is, it could have actually been a little bit better. And if we take twenty-six out of the next thirty-three lads. We won't be in the playoff positions. No, that's right. I know. Yeah, if we continue, you're right. Um, there, yeah. there was something in the, in the Gazette tonight, and and I think um, they were they were predicting. I, I, I should have written the. Uh, I shouldn't. Ri- I should have written the numbers down, but they were predicting. Um, we would get. We would get just over half of the points that we, we uh, of the games we've got left. Well. That doesn't tie in with what we've done recently, you know. So, yes, I know. I, I know we might not continue this fantastic run of form, but hey, why not? Why? What, what, let's 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 think positive. Let's think we can do it. And, and you know, in, in the in the in the national media, if you listen to to national radio stations, there was one today I was listening to when they touched on the championship and the team they were talking about was Forest. But let them keep talking about Forest. We'll just go about it nice and quietly. You know, let them talk about the Jed Spence. They're not not, not in Forest. Let them talk about it. Because you look at them points that we've picked up. I know they were bottom and they have, you know, they have got they have gone on a just as good a run as we have. But they've got a game in hand. So we've got a game in hand on them. You know, let's get the points on the board. Um, we've took six points off in this season. So we've got them, you know, we don't have to play them again. Let's concentrate on the games we've got left. I think yeah. I think I think it. I know we've talked about QPR, but when he brought the players in front of the fans at QPR, for me, he'll have said something similar to, look, there's 2,200 fans there that have travelled to London on a midweek game. You've just absolutely, although we drew, battered one of the best teams in the division, one of the best footballing teams. You keep playing like that, and the sky's the limit. He's, he's, He's making them feel 10 feet tall, and you can see it in the performances every week. You know, the QPR one was summed up for me by... Um, you could hear the Borough fans loud and clear on the telly, you know, is this a library? And there was a tweet that went out the day after just, um, is this a library? No, uh, from a QBR fan. No, we're just absolutely soiling it because you're the best team we've seen this year. You know, so... <laughs> there's, a few, there's a few tweets like that. Very, very complimentary from the Queen's Park Rangers supporters. Yeah, I, I, I did see that um, they, were, they were really complimentary. You know, they felt very lucky that they'd come away with a point. But... Um, Got a massively important question. JD, how long did you spend in your bedroom Saturday night after that fourth goal? <laughs> yeah, uh, I know I know what you're referring to. <laughs> yeah. I mean Balagan's flick was like watching porn, wasn't it? It was uh, yeah, it, it was beautiful. Um no, I, I just uh I, I just rec- I just recorded Quest, so I, I just watched it time and time again, you know. You wrote trash. <laughs> <laughs> it it was it was it was something I hadn't seen from a Borough striker in, in quite a long time, a little bit of um I suppose flamboyance and um sort of a bit cheeky because I never expected a million years for him to just flick it round the corner, put two defend- defender and the keeper on their ass, and what more to slide it in after 30-odd seconds on the pitch. It was it summed up a pretty perfect day 
and it sums up what Derby were, you know, on the floor. They couldn't cope with us at times. And I think without who was who was in goal for them inside, it was it also. I think without him in goal, it could yeah, have quite easily been seven or eight. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. I, I think I think we're, we're taking a little bit away from our performance here. I know Derby are not the best, but you put their 21 points on that they've been deducted, they're a mid-table team. I think we could have played any team in the championship on Saturday playing like that, yeah. and we'd have we'd have given a lot of teams in the championship a good roast, and including Fulham and Bournemouth in that. For me. Well, we've we've got them two teams still to play, you know. So mm. um, so so it's going to be interesting, and um, I, I'm you know I, I'm I'm so much looking forward to every game now. I think the best thing is, while they're telling the team, it's one game at a time, you know, one bit at a time, don't think too far ahead. Let's just do it one step at a time. Because even after the win on Saturday, he, he said, yeah, I'm happy with the I'm happy with the win out of the performance, but end of the day, it's just three points and we've got, and we move on, we have a nice rest and, we, and we've got our game next week, you know, because it's, it's a decent rest now. We've now got a full week to recuperate, get get players back that were on the cusp of coming back, and you know it's 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 a positive atmosphere on the club at the moment. It's it's really good to see. Um, and you know, I've been talking about it for months. The fact that you know we could put one over them as well, Derby. You know, it was it was perfect. Saturday was absolutely perfect. And they say when I say they're on the knees, not because they were so poor. It's just because we absolutely. We grinded them to the floor and we just took them apart. It was, it was superb viewing. I'm not going to lie. One little, one little quick one. I thought it was a nice little cameo performance from McGree as well. He looked very tidy on the ball. Did you look sick? Oh. I, I thought it was George Savile. <laughs> he looks exactly the same. I'm, I'm, I, think, I think, I think he's really comfortable on the ball. His movement was good. Oh yeah, to to put a serious, a serious point on it, he looks he looked confident as well. It didn't, you know, where we saw the likes of Piero come in and looked, you know, too over eager to impress and say, you know, I've arrived and this is what I can do. McGree just got the ball and just and just sprayed about for fun. I mean, there was that little piece in the corner towards the north stand at the end of the game where there was a bit of passing interaction between a few of them, and he just comfortably passed it off to Tav. And then to Spora, it, it was just it was just nice and it was nicely and easily done, and it, it fed him in really well. And yeah, he he, he looked like he'd been at the club for a long time. Never mind just a couple of weeks. Yeah, like I said, that that, that that's um, another one to add to our squad uh, who who was first team ready, um, and who will just give us more options. It's uh, it's a good time. It's a good time at the minute. It was a really good time. It's a really good time to follow the borough at the moment, and. Uh, yeah, Saturday was just, just brilliant. Um, JJ, I'll start with you. Who's your man of the match Saturday? Um, Tav, uh, I know Jones got the assists and I know there's other big performances, but uh, just like at QPR, I thought Tav covers every blade of grass um, and he loses possession occasionally because he, he tries things Um he, he, he could keep it simple all the time and probably his pass rate would be higher. Um, but he does, he does try things uh, that don't come off. But do you know what? He, he's, um, 
he's thriving under under Wilder, and he was my man of the match. John, I'm going to give it to Connolly. Although, although we've defended him on here, you know, he's took a little bit of stick on social media, unfairly in my opinion. I thought he was absolutely outstanding on Saturday. Uh, Dally? Yeah, I'd have to go Connolly. Um, like you say, very, very impressed with him. Um, and I'm hoping that he continues like that going forward. Well, I didn't expect them free. I expect a full ball for Isaiah Jones because my man of the match was Isaiah Jones. I thought he was absolutely unplayable. The fact that Rooney put a, a game plan together to, to stop him and just got absolutely nowhere near him. I don't know who the number three was for, for Derby. Yeah, but Jesus. But, uh, Rooney's done well this year as a coach. If his game plan from watching us wasn't to stop him playing anyway. Why is that? Why is that? Suddenly change his game because he's, he's watched it because he's playing. He obviously hasn't done his homework, and I know a lot of people don't do their homework. No, he's, he's rubbish, isn't he? You know, not, not, not. <laughs> Jed Spencer's miles better, miles better. I think the fact that between the four of us, we've had three different man of matches shows how well we've performed. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right. I could I could have mentioned a couple of players. I thought. Um, I thought Dyke Steele looked a bit more shielded on the ball on Saturday. I thought Fry was brilliant. Um, I, I thought Crooks was superb in the middle again. Um, obviously, he got a goal to round that off. Do you know what, right? Housen, I, I, I watched Housen earlier on the season and I was a bit, I don't know, I was thinking, it, it was sad. You, you know, I watched it with Ledbetter where you watch them legs go and you think, oh, God, like, no. But then, he completely rolled back the years at, at, at Old Trafford, strolling around in, in you know, an extra time. And he's just, I don't know, I, the, the last few games, he just looked so comfortable. Um, and again, you know, he, he was brilliant. So I'm really happy that, that, that he's, you know, he's hit that form again. He looks different, doesn't he? He looks like he's, I don't know, he's, he looks like he's, he's, I don't want to say put more into his game, but he looks... Sharper and quicker and more confident in the middle of the park. Like he looks the midfield general that we all thought and and know he is. And he, he looks he looks brilliant all of a sudden. And I say, like you said, Dad, his performance at Old Trafford. He made look average at best. But I was I was talking to the lads in the pub about this, and I was saying, saying but in this in this formation, you, you know, I remember watching Johnny Allison for Norwich. You know. He used to, you know, I remember him scoring goals in Leeds and, you know, he, he was more of an, for me, I always thought he was more of an attacking player, but in this team, we're more attacking. Is it that he's got more option to, to pick those passes where, you know, under Pulis, under, you know, even under Warnock, in, in, in effect, were we more negative? So he, he, had to play, he had to play that way. He's had, he's had that effect on a few players, to be honest. I mean... Fry, even under Warnock, was pretty good. But under, under Wilder, Fry has been absolutely outstanding. And and I didn't think he would be as comfortable on the ball as Wilder's actually... Well, obviously, Fry's doing it himself, but Wilder's telling him. He's reminding, he's reminding me of a Gary Pallister, Fry, the way he's playing. He's been outstanding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, he, he's just... It's consistent performance, you know, and uh, it's going to be really, really interesting because he done well against Ronaldo and the other forwards for Man United. It's going to be really inter interesting seeing him up against Sadie Kane. 
yeah, yeah. Say, we've got that to look forward to in a couple of weeks obviously uh, before I move on to obviously talking about the prices because um, they did come out obviously um, in the last 48 hours for, um, for Tottenham one thing I did before I went to the gate before I got to the ground on Saturday I went and read the wall you know on the side of the bridge before you go under the tunnel to get to the riverside Oh, yeah. Some famous words from Ali, you know, from that night against Stour. I say this weekend, or well, well, yesterday, it was six years since we lost um, really one of our own. And I just feel, especially in the good runs like this and the way we're playing and the momentum's going and, you know, where we could end up, you know, in May, this is the type of, the type of seasons that, that Ali used to thrive on. He used to love watching us play unbelievable football and he's still missed isn't he six years on yeah he is I mean um, he's done he's done the commentary role and also bought a TV um, he, he, he he was a front man for many many years and a lot of people sort of grew up with him grew up with his words and uh, his, his probably outrageous uh Match predictions, you know, he, he was he was never mind rose tinted spectacles. He had a he, he had a rose coloured suit on, I think, because everything was um, everything was positive with Ali. Uh, but you know, I don't know whether it was scripted or or, or whether whether he he just sort of let his emotions come out at, at the big games at, and the the important points within those games. But you know, you, you can you can. Everybody, uh, every Borough fan would be able to reel off one of his um, one of his lines, you know, one of his commentary lines, because he used to come up with some absolute crackers, uh, and and yeah, everybody loved him. He he was he was he, he was one of us, like you said uh, there, Steve. He's one of us, and um, he, he hasn't been replaced. I know I know the two lads who who do the commentary now on tees do a good job. Um, and I, I and I don't think they would ever want to 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 replace Ali Brown Lee, but you know he won't be replaced because it, his passion was just huge, immense, and um, yeah, six years ago we lost a good man. I, I was literally just going to say you can forget the football if you ever saw Ali out and about in a town and you, and, and you had a little chat with him. It, it was never a chore for him. He was, forget like I say, forget the football. He was a genuine, lovely, he was a lovely bloke. He really was. Yeah, definitely. Like, like you say there, John, you know, I touched on earlier with, with, with you know, with Gibson only being, the, you know, the only chairman I know, but, you know, Ali Brownlee was the sound of, you know, is part of the memory of, of, of watching the Borough growing up and, um, you know, when you when you watch the clips back, the Stuart arrest, the Cup, you know, the Carlin Cup final, I think if you there's the Carlin Cup final, you can watch it with the Sky commentary, and it just doesn't feel the same. Like you watch it with with other commentary, and the games didn't feel the same. So no, it's um, it is sad, um, and, and you do wish he was around for games like Saturday, because um, there'd have been a couple of cracking one-liners in there. Yeah, I'm shooting Derby down. Mel Morris and Ro- Mel Morris and Rooney would have got it when Watmore slotted that ball thing. That's for sure. It would have it would have been Definitely. something appropriate. Yeah. So something about being rammed. I'm well, sure. 
I don't think that's radio appropriate, but yeah, <laughs> no, no, exactly what you mean. But um, no, he's, I mean, he's always going to be at the Riverside now. Obviously, there's that big um, post at the back of the the, um, the West Stand um, that was put there a few years ago, and he's always referred to. And you know, I just thought it would be a nice little moment to obviously remember. You know, it's been six years, but it doesn't feel like it's been six years. And I just, feel, I just would have loved his opinion on what's going on with the borough at the moment and to just just yeah to see him club again one more time it would have been yeah he's, he's massively missed and uh, you know Mark Durian's Maddo they know they don't they, they couldn't even tie his shoes he's yeah superb guy but um, so Spurs tickets obviously um, we've got a good big game a couple of weeks I think it's two weeks today actually uh, the Spurs game Um £20 a ticket for, obviously, us for a, a season ticket holders. Uh, 25 quid for the general public. Any complaints for them prices? I saw a couple of complaints, and I thought they were absolutely ridiculous, to be quite honest. I think £20 is an absolute steal to play one of the top clubs in, I suppose, in England with the squad that Tottenham have got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, has been good. Um, it was the same when we played them in... Uh, a few years ago, wasn't it? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Same prices from a few years ago. So, so yeah, but that's that's good. I, and I hope it ensures uh, a capacity stadium, capacity, a full capacity stadium. Yeah, I think that I think the prices are fair enough. And anyone who's been watching us recently, forget about who we're playing. It's worth twenty or twenty-five quid to go and watch us in red. Yeah, it's it's, it's is it cheaper than a league game when you're watching Premier League yeah. opposition? You know, you're watching, you know, arguably one of the one of the best managers in world football, you know, for what he's won. You're watching Harry Kane, you know, you're seeing a Premier League team, but at that, a very, very beatable Premier League team with recent results. So, you know, I'm certainly looking forward to it. You know, I'll, like like we touched, we touched on earlier, like we're looking forward to all the games, but it's the magic of the cup. You know, we had a, we had a fantastic night down at down at Old Trafford and yeah. against, you know, the last Premier League team we played. So, um, I, they'll bring a big following, be a great atmosphere. And it's on the telly as well, isn't it? So, yeah. um, I always love a game under the lights. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, fair play, fair play to Tottenham to agree, of the, uh, to agree to the ticket prices. But also, I've seen that um, they're putting on subsidised travel yeah. for them who, who won't be able to get back on sort of public transport because obviously the game is, is normal time is going to finish at 10 o'clock. If it goes extra time and penalties, it, it could finish like it did at Man U, 11 o'clock-ish. Um, so they've put uh, they've put subsidised coaches on £10, £10 return, which I think is is fantastic, you know, and, uh, and fair play to them. Exactly. It's... Um... Yeah, it was. It's, it's it's super pricing. Obviously, with the FA Cup, it has to be agreed with both both sides. And they say both sides have have made a pretty a pretty decent um, resolution and um, came up with a good decision out of this. But um, yeah, I'm really really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. obviously we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. Um, we'll do a decent preview on the uh, on the cup game um, coming up. Uh, so I've already bought my ticket. I couldn't wait. Um, I said. Massive game in my household. Obviously, the old man being a Spurs fan, so yeah, it's a it's a, it's a big one for me. So um, 
yeah, I would love nothing more than to play up up them and beat them one 0 So you know, I'll preview all that in a couple of weeks. But um, is he coming in with us then, Steve? Is he coming in our stand? He is. Yes, yes, he will be there with us on uh, in two weeks. So Good. yes, don't yeah. Keep him covered, but um, absolutely jump on him when we score. So it'll be good fun. Um, anyway, we've got big games before that. First one Saturday. Um, I'm like you, JD. I love the long travel. I love the long, long journeys. It's um, as a, I'm really looking forward to Saturday. Um, it should be, it should be a decent, um, it should be a decent test, I suppose, against the Bristol City side that are not the most consistent team in the uh, in the league at the moment. No, that's true. Um, you know, uh, but like uh, like John John Cutler was saying earlier, you know, the way we're playing, um, we we can we, we can sort of give any any team in this division uh, a tough game. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm I'm hoping that we can keep uh, keep our positive performances going uh, and come back with three points. I mean, I. I've been to Bristol quite a few times and we always stop stop off at uh, the same pub just outside of Bristol. And I remember one time I had a full coach because I take coaches. We had 14, 14 on the bus because obviously we, we were we were going through a terrible run of form. Uh, I can't remember who was manager at the time, but um, I had I had 14 on the bus and, and I picked up another couple sort of to come back with us. Um, so we all had plenty of space to sit down, walk around, you know, on the bus. Um, it just shows how times change. I mean, I was knocking people back, uh, you know, for who want seats on the bus this time. But that's just unfortunately, that's just the way it is. I hate to do that, but that's just the way it is. Um, and 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 that's sort of symptomatic of our um, uh, of our performances at the moment. And and and. It, the optimism that's that's sort of throughout Teesside uh, under Chris Wilder, uh, I can't wait for Saturday. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same as you. It's, it's, I know it's an early start and it's, um, it's an early beginning to a Saturday away day, but um, I say, John, you'll be with me on Saturday. It's, uh, it's going to be a good trip. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to it. Um... I mean, I'm just looking at the league table there. I'm, I'm quite surprised. They're only 12 points behind us. And we know what this division's like. You can't take anything for granted. I'm sure Chris Wilder won't let them take anything for granted. But if we perform anywhere near what we have been performing in the last few weeks, I know it's a case of death. I can't see anything other than, a, than three points, to be honest. But uh, yeah, it'll certainly be it'll be a good day. I just hope we put in a decent performance. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I want. I, I... I don't think our standards are going to drop now. Obviously, we've hit the 30 game mark, and you start looking at, you know, the runnings going towards the playoffs. Obviously, there's a big run run to the playoffs now. There's a lot of teams in the in the mix, and teams that some teams are hitting form at the right time. Obviously, there's ourselves, there's Forest, there's Sheffield United, who are starting to put a run together. There's a Preston are starting to hang on to the uh, the court tails of the of the playoff chase. They're starting to get into the mix. Um, Coventry have been in and about it all season. Huddersfield won't go away, um, you know, despite everybody saying they'll fall off and they simply haven't. But I just feel that if we stick to the way we play, I can't see anything other than a Borough win on Saturday. I, I think at the moment, barring 
are maybe the top two, we seem to be seem to have a bit too much for most teams in this league. Well, yeah, and that's yeah. Down, that's down to um, the depth of our squad at the moment, the, the competition for places, um, the positivity that Wild has brought out in certain individuals, and also the team spirit. You, you can you can see you can see the team spirit celebrating every goal, um, getting involved in every little come together, you know, it looks like a mass brawl at times. They're just all there ready to stick up for the mates and ready to sort of like, um, you know, if somebody somebody goes in hard on one of our players, all the others are there to defend him, you know. There's a, there's a fantastic team spirit about at the minute. Yeah, huge, I think huge. When Wilder first came in, you're here offset managers, don't you? It's like football speak that the same things for the sake, sake of saying it. Well, I think one of the early games, he, he didn't name the player, but he said he played as an individual in the second half. He wouldn't have that. If he wanted to do that, he'd go and play tennis or golf. And and three months on, you can see that on the pitch now, that he, he's mentioned the fans and the players all being together. And and by him, he doesn't do it every game, but by him bringing the players up to the fans, he's creating a bubble that we're all on board with. And it's absolutely fantastic at the moment. It really is. Yeah, it's... Um... I mean, I guess who the player was a couple of months ago that was being a bit individual. But as I say, um, I won't upset you, John. Uh, but um, it, you know, it, it was obviously it was Tav because you know he does he did that's the way he was. But as I say, like like you rightly said, there the whole team does it for each other now, and there's no you know I want to better that player or I want to do this better than them or you know I think I could do that before you do it. It's you know, it doesn't matter who puts the ball in there. It doesn't matter who put the, tackle, the tackles in. We do as, as as one unit, and it's it's really shown on that pitch at the moment. Um, yeah, it's 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 exciting view at the moment. Um, Danny, what's your thoughts on potential um, game on Saturday? I'll be negative or anything, but it's Bristol City, and I get played Bristol City away. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. In all fairness, it's. They are that team. I always think of as a bogey team, but but as John touched on earlier on, you know when at QBI you go one down, you don't really have a fear. I don't really fear anyone nowadays. It's um, you just you're just looking forward to every game, and you've got that that that, that air of confidence. So um, I do think I think we'll be all right Saturday. I think it's you know carry on. Let's carry on this this wave of. Um, of positive football and positive results. Spot on. Um, would anybody make any changes from the, the starting eleven that came in on Saturday? Obviously, there's a lot of choice we've got now, but would anybody make any changes? No, I, I wouldn't because, um, uh, you know, un, unless un, unless there's any sort of fatigue amongst any of the players, but um, it, it, was, it was a flawless performance against Derby, you know, and... Um, no, I, I, I don't think I would. I, I don't think I would because we, we've we've got we, we had the full start eleven on Saturday. Give us everything. Um, the two forwards went off to great applause, and and hopefully that was a, a a clever move by the manager to to boost their confidence. We've got uh, we've got a strong bench: McGrace, Sparrow, Watmore. It's so bamba, you know that there's there's the strength on the bench. I wouldn't change it, no. 
I think the thing the thing for me is if if you if we just talked about Derby after the QPR game, we wouldn't have made any changes because what more worked his socks off. Spora did all right. And then you look on Saturday, the two folds that came in, they were fantastic. I think if there is going to be any changes, it's only going to be in the forward, the two forward positions. I think they'll probably rotate from now till the end of the season because of how much he asks from them and how much they put in every game. So I just know that the nine behind them front two are probably going to be the same. And whichever front two are out there, they're going to do a job for us. I think, yeah, I think that's the beauty of the, the, the strength and depth that we've got. Obviously, we mentioned it earlier, that the players we managed to bring off the bench. I mean, the, the three subs we made, McGree, Spora and Watmore, you know, we, we didn't give them anything for that this time last season because it was about now that we started running out a bit of steam and, you know, our, our small squad started cashing up with, with us and, uh, it, you know, we started obviously falling away and it looked a bit painful to watch at times because we just we just look knackered. But we look rejuvenated now. We look we look ready to go. Obviously you mentioned there, JD, about you know football may have fatigue, but I, I honestly think this this week's rest and uh looking at the training video that came out today, they look fighting and ready to go and they look they look like they're up for the fight and they can't wait for Saturday already. Yeah well that's it I think at this stage of the season it's all about rest and recuperation, you know massage you stretching not 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 putting through the paces in um in training more more ball work more um more set pieces like you say uh, stretching massage yeah just just tied them over from game to game you know so, so we keep that um we, we, we keep as many players fit and and ready and at the peak of their performance as we can Go on, no same massage again. Go on, same massage again. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I tell you what, though, lads. No player, no players going into that manager's office and saying they're suffering from fatigue. If we were on a run where we were losing games, they'd all be banging his door down. Not while we're winning like this. Not one be, player will be going in saying he's tired. Because they're all getting a massage. <laughs> 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 The thing is to put to put a, a serious point back on this. Um, if you go in and say I need a game off because you know I've got a bit of fatigue, if someone comes in and, f- and fills a sp- fills your spot and and plays well, you aren't getting back in the team for three weeks. It's it's just the way it is now, and I think everyone everyone of them players knows I've got to stay in the team and keep performing. Otherwise, I'm out. I think this is a massive uh, positive. You know, there's there's good. You just see people playing with smiles on their faces. Even, even people who aren't, aren't, aren't getting a lot of minutes are coming on, and they look, you know, they look happy. And it's, it's strange to see, you know, you look at the clips, and you know, it's really, I think it's really interesting watching that inside match day that the club do. You know, I'm fascinated by watching that because you just see the togetherness, the you know, the camaraderie between the the, the team. But it's it, it's just nice that the, the team. Are close to the like, there's a connection again with it, with, with you know, with, with the fans in the team, as it was when Karanka, you know, when we were in, you know, in the mood with Karanka, it was, it's just nice again, and it's just like that night, you know, it's absolutely brilliant. And you were saying there that you know last year when we, when we kind of fell away, you know, the the team will be watching the results tonight. You know, Millwall are one up against QBR. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, 
you know, that 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 gives us that extra incentive. You know, we've got you know we've got to keep getting points to keep in that mix. You know, team, it's you know we've got 15, 16 games left. You know, yeah, 15 games. Good, yeah. good, good third of our season left. You know, we're in the mix. We've got it. We've got to work hard to stay there because in this league, what a league it is this year. By the way, I mean. I like the championship, to be honest with you. And I've, I think we, after we've been here this long, but you know, when you look at the league at the minute, you go down uh, Millwall are on forty-three points. You know, we're on forty-nine. You know, and Millwall are fourteen. Do you know what I mean? So you you can't you can't have an off week. You really need to be on your top game, and and the rotation of the strikers will be key in that as well, like you touched on earlier, John. Absolutely. Bob. Absolutely spot on. Couldn't agree more. Um, but so we've come to that crucial time. I'll start with you, Dally. Um, negative Nelly. Um, prediction. One each. No. Um, <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> uh, two and Borough. Lovely. There we go. KD. I'm going to go two and Borough as well. I, um, I, 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 yeah. I think it's a win, uh, and I don't think we'll concede um, because. Our 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 back line's looking absolutely fantastic. I'll come to the two experts now because we both said five nil on Saturday and we weren't far away at all. And we got we got laughed at as well, didn't we? Exactly, we did get laughed at. Five nil though. Can't call yourself an expert. I'm definitely <laughs> cool. an expert. <laughs> you can't call yourself an expert. You got the score wrong. I'm definitely, I'm definitely calling myself an expert. Four one, four one, and five nil are close, Adam. Okay, no problem. I'll bear Same amount of goals. We said the yeah, exactly. Go on, go on, Jam. Oh yeah, I think you start us off. I think I think Bristol will score, but three-one Borough Saturday. Are we, Jeff? I, 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 I don't think they'll score. Three-nil uh, Borough. I think I think we'll score early and we'll we'll dominate again. Um, but I'm like you, Dali. I I always feel nervous going to Ashton Gate. I've seen us play really well. And I've seen this play absolutely shocking. So, and I don't, I don't, I don't expect us to play shocking on Saturday. So I'm pretty hopeful that we'll, uh, yeah, three 0 I think three 0 is a good shout. So fingers crossed, we'll, uh, we'll do the job. But, and then that's it. We're done. Um, I'll thank you three lads for joining me. Um, good chat. Good, um, good positive week again. It's, uh, yeah, it's getting more positive as the week goes on now. And. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll have a chat again, hopefully with the result behind us at um, from the southwest, where we go and drink our cider um, and have a bit of fun with the uh, with the southwest people. Hopefully, see the supporters southwest down there as well. And uh, yeah, um, be seeing you up the borough, Arriva Derchi. Up the borough. Come on, lads. Cheers, lads. See you later. <laughs>